welcome to the Dogs and Deadlifts Building Better Dogs and People podcast. Join your host, Daniel Rose, as we discuss everything canine and human strength and conditioning. We talk to experts, hear from people in the know, and just talk the latest on strength and conditioning for both people and their pups. We are about building better dogs and people. So welcome back to the Dogs and Deadlifts podcast. So to today's guest, we have uh, Kathleen Prasad um, from Animal Reiki Source. Welcome. Hi, thanks so much for having me today, Daniel. No, look, it's, a, it's certainly a pleasure. And so, um, you know, I really, you know, I was doing quite a bit of research and, um, you know, your name obviously kept uh, kept popping up. So I wanted to, you know, I wanted to reach out and uh, see if you'd be obviously interested in coming on and chatting and giving our listeners a bit of uh, background about yourself and, yeah, the animal Reiki system that you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So I suppose the first question we'll jump straight into um, a little bit about yourself, if that's okay. Um, how you sort of came about, um, got introduced to, um, you know, obviously the animals and the, and the system that you're doing now. Yeah, totally. Well, I have been practicing Reiki since 1998. So it's been about a little over 22 years. I'm on my 23rd year doing this now. <laughs> And um, I was originally a middle school teacher and Mm -hmm. in San Francisco, and I thought, you know, I loved it. I thought I was going to do that for my whole life. And this whole Reiki journey was very accidental and just sort of unexpected, which I suppose the best things in life are are that way. Um, I ended up getting a Reiki treatment because my mother-in-law convinced me to because she had gotten one and it had it had helped her post-surgery. And so she's like, oh my God, this is so amazing. You need to get a Reiki treatment. I'm like, a what treatment? I'm like, that just sounds weird. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, but I did, you know, she's my mother-in-law. I have to like humor her, right? Yep. So I got a, a Reiki treatment and it was like the most amazing calm, like overtook my whole being. And um, I have been a very anxious person um, since I was a young child, you know, having anxiety attacks and just, um, just a lot of um, panic in certain situations and so to feel calm in like my being was like oh my god this is the best so like after that one treatment when I got off the massage table I asked you know the practitioner I'm like how do I learn this and I I um, found she actually taught me Reiki one and then when I came back to it was in Denver where my in-laws lived at the time and then when I came back to San Francisco I found a local teacher and I studied also with her and I got weekly treatments from her for like seven or eight years. I got treatments every week <laughs> and she is so great. I was like, you know, oh my God, this is the, the best. And over the years, Reiki has healed my anxiety. So I'm no longer an anxious person. So I can say, yeah. you know, I knew that first treatment, it was going to help me. Yeah. Um, but I didn't realize it could absolutely release it from my life. Like that was yeah. such a beautiful thing. So that was really yeah had the beginning and which of course had nothing to do with animals yeah yeah that's right (laughs) and it's strange but you know like you I'm a total dog lover and my dog is like by my side at all times Mm -hmm. and so as I'm going through this journey for myself learning Reiki what is Reiki doing self-treatments in Reiki my dog Dakota at the time Australian Shepherd mix he's like oh my god 
And I love, what is this mom? This is the best. And he would lay on top of my feet in this really weird position every time I would do Reiki on myself. Mm -hmm. And he was a shepherd. So, you know, shepherds are always like at your heel, but they're Mm -hmm. not on top of you. They're a little more respectful than that. And so he would like be in this odd position on my feet. And I'm like, what are you doing? And finally, I'm like, oh my God, I think he likes Reiki. And I sat down next to him and I put my hands on him. He rolled on his side and was just relaxed and just took a big sigh. Like, and I was like, oh, oh, Reiki works for dogs like it does for me. It brings this like overwhelming sense of peace and well-being through every cell of your being. You're just like, it's like a, a collective sigh from every stressed cell. That's how it feels to me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, animals have that same you know, response. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, oh, well, I have to try this with the horse that I ride on Saturday. <laughs> and I have to tell all my friends for their dogs and their cats. And at the time I was walking um, dogs at a local shelter in San Francisco twice a week. So I, yeah. I went to the volunteer coordinator. I'm like, can I do Reiki? And she's like, I, I don't really know what that is, but if it brings like stress relief, I, I guess it sounds okay. It can't hurt, right? I'm like, no, can't hurt. So she's like, oh, okay, I guess so. Yeah. And so I started doing Reiki there too. Yeah. And, you know, pretty soon, like, honestly, I was like, I, I can't teach middle school anymore because I don't have time. Like mm-hmm. everything is revolving around animal Reiki now. <laughs> and so, so in, <laughs> in 2004, I, I, you know, retired young and yeah. <laughs> from teaching and I've been doing animal Reiki full time ever since. Yeah, fantastic. Look, so, you know, super exciting and, you know, awesome journey that you've had. Um, for, for some listeners out there, and you've mentioned it previously, um, you know, uh, what is Reiki, I suppose? You know, I know, you know, I've had treatments and, and stuff like that myself. But for our listeners out there, you know, you know, I remember when I was a young, you know, I suppose 20 years ago myself, I had, um, you know, I had some rug, uh, some rugby injuries, and I seen a practitioner um, that com- done some some Reiki and also some uh, Bowen therapy as well, um, and that was totally uh, you know outside the box for someone to go and do that and uh, help that help heal me. You know, so for so people out there like you know going, what is Reiki? I've never heard of it. You know, can you can you can you give us a you know a brief explanation in your own words? Yeah, so I guess I'll start with the word Reiki. It's a yeah. Japanese word, Rei and Ki. Rei meaning spirit mm-hmm. and Ki meaning energy. So spiritual energy, which is the energy of everything. If we think of it in scientific terms, like the energy of the universe, or we could say like source energy, the energy that everything comes from, you know, that kind of elemental essence that everything is made from, right? So it's yeah. kind of like um, a big concept. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but what it points to is really, you know, the system that we practice and um, it's, it's um, a ha- well, it depends on how you learn the, the system for humans is really a hands-on healing therapy mm-hmm. is the way that it's practiced. And so mm-hmm. most of the time you would go to a practitioner um, if you have an, you know, an ailment, you know, whatever it could be a physical thing, mm-hmm. an emotional thing, and you'd lay down on the table and then they would do like hand positions on starting at your head and kind of moving down your body. Mm-hmm. And um, you feel um, it, it sort of um, a, re- a release of stress and um, an increase in your feeling of peace and well-being. And um, they've actually measured this. The NIH mm-hmm. has done studies of Reiki and mm-hmm. it does um, uh, create that um, stress relief response in your body. Um, so we know that stress creates all kinds of illness in our body, in our minds, 
And so when we aren't stressed, that is when all of our natural healing systems in our bodies can work their best, right? And so the idea with Reiki is not that, you know, the practitioner is a healer and like putting their hands on you and healing you. But the idea is that when your body is stressed and when we are in pain or when we have a headache, you know, or if we're post-surgery, we've had, maybe we've had a trauma, emotional or physical of some kind, right? Our cells, our body, our minds, our our energy is stressed. It's in a state of stress. And so how do we um, release that? How do we create um, the parasympathetic response? They talk about that scientifically. So how do we create that stress relief response? Um, And they've shown that Reiki creates that response. And so the healing that happens is really um, your own self-healing kicking in because you you sort of go all is well okay and now your body can heal itself and so you you might see like a reduction and if you have a headache or if you have like pain um, post-surgery if you get reiki it can help relieve that if you're really stressed about something and you get a reiki treatment you can feel the stress just melting away and you just feel much more like oh everything's going to be okay so it kind of creates that that feeling of well-being on all levels. And that is that kicks your body into the optimal state to heal yourself. Sure. So it's not like Reiki healer are healers and that they are like doing something to you. That's I think a misconception about it. Yeah. And also just on that, you said that, you know, there's scientific evidence to back, you know, support this up. It's just, uh, you know, it's not all smoke and mirrors. And, uh, you know, there are obviously some skeptics out there, you know. Um, However, uh, you know, there's studies there to, um, you know, to prove um, that this system or, you know, this works, you know, and we know that we're all, you know, we're all parts of, you know, we're all energy. And I was talking to a friend about this the other day, you know. Um, So, yeah, it's, it's, look, I'm super excited, (laughs) you know, and, uh, you know, I believe that, um, you know, Reiki in particular is one, you know, big piece of the puzzle, uh, especially when it comes to um, ourselves, but also uh, our dogs as well. Yeah. And that's where I guess kind of the bridge with animals. When I first learned Reiki, you know, there was no animal Reiki. There was mm-hmm. just Reiki. And then they would say, yeah, you do self-treatments. You can do it for a person, you know, lay them down on a massage table and put your hands on in different hand positions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how you do it. And then they would say, Oh, you can also do it for plants and dogs and, you know, cats and whatever, and all animals, you know, everybody benefits from Reiki. And that was really the the extent. Mm -hmm. And so when animals started being drawn to me, when I was doing Reiki for myself, Mm -hmm. something really kind of a light bulb went off in my mind. And because I thought, well, not only do they like Reiki, which I get it, because don't we all want to let go of stress? Like if you could once you right now just be like, poof, let's just let go of it, right? Yeah, yeah we all would, right? So of mm-hmm. course, animals want to let go of their stress as well. Um, but how do they know what it is? Because they didn't take a class. Yeah. And I'm not even like trying to give my dog Reiki. He's like literally laying on top of my feet and soaking it up like he already knows what it is and how to utilize it. <laughs> so that mm-hmm. that was kind of like, what is going on? You know, that's where the really interesting journey began for me. And what I learned from animals about energy was so much more profound than, 
what we humans understand, you know, they're, they're um, sensing, and you know this, being a dog lover, right, mm -hmm. that our dogs sense so much from people, like from us, they sense our moods, they sense our energy, if it's positive, if it's negative, right, they respond to us, if we're angry, if we're stressed, if we're happy, like they feel that, and then you'll be walking down the street and there'll be like someone they don't like, <laughs> and you're like what? Are you, what? you know, the person's like 20 feet away. You're like, what, what is wrong? And then I go, oh, there must be something wrong with that person. <laughs> you know, because you know something I don't know. Like they, our dogs know, they sense energy at a different level because they're just, all of their senses are way more acute mm -hmm. than ours. Right. Yeah. And so I realized that this, this energy of Reiki is it's it makes sense to animals and so i i learned how to um offer reiki to animals in a different way because mm -hmm. of that and that's like what i've developed now called the let animals lead method mm -hmm. of an animal reiki it's completely animal focused and animal centric mm -hmm. and we don't use hands we don't use yeah. touch yeah. you know so it's really um part of what reiki teaches is meditation for humans, it's not emphasized, but for animals, that became the real essence and central piece of what I do and what my Reiki is to me, is meditation. And what we do in these meditations is we learn how to create space. And the space that you create is peaceful, grounded, centered, non-judgmental. So we don't focus on what's wrong with an animal. Believe it or not, if you focus on what's wrong with your dog, they don't like it. Well, probably you guys know. Those of you who have to give your dogs medication, you just think about, okay, it's time for the pill. What happens? Your dog runs away, right? So they they they're very they don't like to be focused on their ailments and and all that. They don't like to be fussed over. So <laughs> Yeah. So that's very different from people too because like if you came to me and you said, "Oh, Kathleen, I have a headache. Can you do Reiki for me?" And I'd be like, "Sure. I'd sit you down in a chair. I'd put my hands on your head and, you know, that would mm -hmm. help you." But your dog, opposite, your dog, you know, doesn't feel well. And I go over and try to put my hands on the area that doesn't feel well. They're like, oh, yikes, too intense. Like, leave me alone, run away. But if I sit down, breathe, we learn special like Japanese breathing meditations, breathe these, do these meditations, let go of what's wrong, see deeper to the essence, the Reiki of your dog. Your dog's Reiki is your dog's spiritual energy, that beautiful light that is, is the essence of your dog and just hold that space. Now your dog says, oh, I feel that, that feels wonderful. They might be 10 feet away, 15 feet away. They come forward, they lay down, <sighs> they relax and, and they feel better being in that space with us. So it's like a compassionate connection, like a heart to heart connection that happens mm -hmm. um, and animals honestly understand it better than we do. That's why I call this method, let animals lead because we don't know as much as they do. So we have to let them lead. Yeah, for sure. And, and just on that, you know, um, so once potentially, uh, you know, someone has, you know, mastered, well, not mastered, but, you know, understands the technique um, of that. Uh, the first thing that sort of springs to mind is obvious. I do obviously, um, behavior consults as well you know so you know um, but and a lot of the time the human is is more anxious um, when they go to take their dog out for the walk than the, the, the dog is which then obviously leads to uh, more reactivity etc etc you know so once um, 
you know, people have an understanding of, you know, how to get into that space, um, can they, do they apply it um, in that scenario or have you seen? Yeah, yeah? that's, that's exactly how it works. It Mm -hmm. starts out where you're just doing it in these formal meditations where you're really focused and, Mm -hmm. but there's like a ripple effect beyond that. So if you Mm -hmm. do your practice, sit with your dog for 20 minutes, create that beautiful space. Okay. Now Mm -hmm. it's time to go have a walk. Mm-hmm. you it goes with you mm-hmm. you know um and you'll find yourself walking your dog and and breathe doing this breathing and one of the exercises i like to have my students do is imagine you're connected heart to heart instead of with the leash mm-hmm. and just feel that heart connection and the other thing i tell my students to do is to you know a lot of this is about you know like why do we meditate mm-hmm. right to to be more present right to be more here now and so we're so scattered all the time and we're just like not paying attention to this moment so we meditate really to be here now who does that better than anybody our dogs they know how to be present they know how to just be here now and like especially if you take your dog on a walk they're so present with every smell that they smell with every sound with other dogs that walk by like they're completely present in the moment so just to like tune into that that to me is that's like a spiritual practice for us because that's not how that's not how we are we're we're like walking our dog we're on our phone then we're like really worried about something that's going to happen tomorrow and we're super angry about something that happened last week like we're everywhere else except with our dog in that moment and so part of you know, a big piece of the let animals lead method of this animal Reiki method that I use is teaching people how to let their animals lead them into presence Mm -hmm. in this moment. Because the idea is of Reiki is not like, oh, I, I know this Japanese system and, you know, I can do all these techniques, but I'm still a jerk, you know, and (laughs) I'm still a mess, right? That's not really helpful. The idea is I have an aspiration. Mm -hmm to be a more compassionate person. Yeah. I have an aspiration to live a kinder life. I have an aspiration to live more in harmony with others, including animals, mm-hmm. right? And people yeah. mm-hmm. situate, like I have this aspiration, like I wanna live with more balance, with more harmony, with more compassion, with more kindness. Like mm-hmm. that's why I do my Reiki practice. Sure. It's, mm-hmm. That is the real ripple effect in your life is mm-hmm. that you start to see. And sometimes it's like, right around your meditation that you're doing but then gradually you start to see it in other areas in your life wow something happened i'm not angry like i normally would be that's weird you know you start to just notice it in unexpected places which is really cool oh for for sure and in a you know as you mentioned in a society uh, that it is today you know 20 you know 2021 um with COVID with with um, technology, you know, like uh, I, I'm seeing it, you know, people are just more and more heightened and, uh, you know, less in, in you know, uh, in the space, you know, so um, I obviously that trick, you know, we're dog specific, but, you know, that has um, emotionally, emotional and a physical effects on the human, but also, you know, leads, goes down the lead to your, your animal, your dog, or, or, you know, your cat, et cetera, as well, you know, so. Um, Absolutely. There's a great quote by Jane Goodall that says it's something, I don't want to, you know, wreck the quote. It's something yeah. like, we all, we all, you know, the ener- we all create energy, mm-hmm. but we have to decide what kind of energy we're going 
you know, what kind of difference change energy we're going to share in the world, what we're going to create in the world. But every, everybody is making, you're all making a difference. You're all doing something in your life. You're all creating something. But what is that something? And mm -hmm. so I think Reiki is about being purposeful mm -hmm. with your intention in your life and with others and, and realizing, you know, I, I do create a space mm -hmm. and the space that I create could be unconscious. It could be reactive or I can stop and breathe and be here and be and notice and think about the kind of space I want to create. And the, the kind of relationships I want to, you know, nurture mm -hmm. in my life, like with my animals mm -hmm. or, or people too, really. Yeah, for sure. for sure. And, and looking, you know, the, once again, the thing that pops up to me is, you know, um, you know, finding your why, you know, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, why, why are you here and why, what do you want to do? You know, so obviously it starts with yeah. why, um, but finding, you know, some people will say purpose, etc. you know, but um, you know, for me, just, you know, looking in and, and we just get so distracted with life, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. that we, we don't take time um, to do that, but also um, we don't take time to, um, you know, care or, or, you know, give that to our, our animals uh, as well. You know, I've, as we're talking, my cat's coming over. <laughs> you know, uh, I, was, I was going to say earlier that after I previously had a, a treatment, a Reiki treatment, or um, I ventured into, I like to experiment as well, venture into uh, some sound healing and things like that. Um, yeah, my my cat in particular, my dogs would be at my feet and my cat would be on my head or try to be getting onto my chest all the time. <laughs> they love that i mean because like you said we're not present we're not like paying attention and so when we find you know methods to help us really ground ourselves and like be here now they they're like oh yes this is the best version of you like why aren't you like this all the time and you know to me reiki is like another door into that same room of of like connection and compassion and you know remembering that we're all interconnected on this earth well we know that better than ever now with covid right we're all, right. <laughs> really all whether we want to admit it or not now we have to live with it you know and see it with our eyes but it's mm -hmm. always been there energetically mm -hmm. i think animals are much more tuned into that mm -hmm. and so when we finally tune, it's like they sit at, at our side and they patiently wait until we like tune in you know and sometimes yeah. it never happens <laughs> sometimes it happens once a year for five minutes you know <laughs> But when we're like doing a spiritual practice, which this animal Reiki really is, it's a spiritual practice that includes your animals. Mm -hmm. When we do that, when we choose to do that intentionally, animals, like they come forward. They're like, so like all about that. They're like, yes, this is, let's do this. Mm -hmm. It's really beautiful. Yeah, for sure. So um, can you tell me a little bit about um, the shelter work and how that sort of evolved as well, if that's okay? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have a nonprofit, which I started um, in um, 2008 called Sarah Shelter Animal Reiki Association. We mm -hmm. nicknamed it Sarah. And um, the, the inspiration really was my dog, Dakota, that I talked about earlier, who yeah. really was my first animal Reiki teacher and really explained and showed me how to do Reiki with animals. Yeah. He was a rescue. Yeah. Um, I found him in a shelter um, very close to um, being sold to a dog lab um, before I got him. And he turned out, he was with me for 16 and a half years. He turned out to be like my sole dog. He was such an amazing companion and he really got me 
started on this Reiki journey with animals. So when he passed away, I wanted to do something to, to really honor him as a teacher, as a teacher of mine, um, as um, a healing spirit, as he was always, every person he interacted with, he was so um, loving and just looking in their eyes. He had blue, big blue eyes and he just <laughs> into your soul. And he just brought a smile to so many people's faces. Yeah. And, you know, he was a rescue. So he could have ended up euthanized. He mm-hmm. could have ended up, you know, nobody knowing what he had to give, like mm-hmm. all of that beauty that he had to share. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I often think about who, what about all these animals in shelters that don't get adopted and that nobody knows like what beautiful spirits they are and all of the gifts that they have to share that they never get to share. And that like breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. So really Sarah was founded um, in his memory and to honor him and to my, my, my dream for Sarah is that every shelter sanctuary rescue has Reiki has, you know, animal Reiki for their animals um, to help them get through that time, that really stressful time when they come from, you know, life number part one, now new, now new chapters up ahead, but we're not there yet. We're kind of in this holding pattern yep. and it can be very scary and it, they can feel very lost, um, very frightened, very agitated in that place. And so to have, um, to be able to create a space of peace in that really difficult time mm-hmm. to me is such a gift and such a blessing. And, you know, if you take a dog, let's say you want to adopt a dog at a shelter and you go to a shelter and the dogs are pacing and barking, crying, like, you know, they, they can it's very hard to figure out which is the right dog for you. Mm-hmm. But if you go into that shelter and the dogs are calm and they feel more at peace and they, they're looking at you and you can kind of see their personality, now it becomes more easy to see which dog is for you, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what Reiki creates. Reiki will take a dog who's barking, freaked out, you know, really scared, and they will lay down and be calm and be much more in tune like okay everything's okay it's like a warm comfort blanket or something that's like what it's like to do reiki for for animals in shelters yeah and so you know it it makes the conditions much easier for them for their true spirit to shine through so Mm -hmm. that a potential adopter would would recognize that's the dog for me that's the cat for me (laughs) you know yeah um and you've got uh you've got practitioners going into shelters all around around yes. some of the u.s and, and the world or just u.s at the yes, moment the world too yeah um we actually start out with only 10 of my students all in the united states and now we have about 200 members and we okay. have all over the world um we have um you know, members in, in England and Italy and Scotland and Canada and, yeah. you know, all, all over the United States. And we have, um, I have students in Australia. Yeah, I did, I did see that on your, um, on your website. Um, so, last yeah, week. So, mm-hmm. so, yeah, so, you know, it's really um, now with technology um, in, in a normal world, I also travel quite a bit to teach, yeah. but now with technology, I do, I have a lot of online students. And so it's really, um, a wonderful way to, for all of us, you know, an, people who love animals, people who want to honor them, you know, as their spiritual teachers, people who, who want to include their animals 
in their meditation journey. Like they're like, I want to get more in touch with myself. I want, I want to bring my cat with me when I'm doing that or my dog, you know, or my horse, like people who want to bring their animals into that spiritual space. Mm-hmm. This is, this is why I do what I do. These are what my classes are all about. For sure. And, um, you obviously you've, you've written a, a number of books, but you know, um, we'll talk about your books, but also, um, your uh, online academy and how you how you're going about that um yeah, let's start with the book <laughs> yeah if that's okay yeah so, yeah well i've written a bunch of books but yeah. the particular book that i want to point out for your audience mm-hmm. is my book reiki for dogs because yep. of course it is dog centric mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can get this online well do you guys have amazon i don't mm-hmm. know what you guys, yeah you guys yep so um so yeah so it's it's on amazon um and the the you learn all about Dakota in that book. I share a lot about my journey with Dakota mm-hmm. um, and the final chapter in our journey together and everything mm-hmm. that he taught me about living and dying and grieving and healing. And that mm-hmm. whole journey is, is included in the book. And sure. then I have a bunch of meditations for you to do with your dog and they're mm-hmm. all nature based. And mm-hmm. to me, nature is the ultimate teacher of balance and harmony mm-hmm. and compassion right? All the, and peacefulness, all the things that we're trying to achieve through our meditation practice, it's all there in nature. So there's all different meditations, kind of nature-based meditations, and you go through the meditation with your animal present with you. And of course, you know, your dog can walk away if they want. That's, you know, we let animals lead. So if they decide, no, no, thanks, not right now. And they go in the other room, that's fine too. You could still just do the meditation yourself. But if they come forward and sit with you, like you were talking about with the sound healing you were doing, your dogs mm-hmm. and your cat were like gravitating towards you. Very often you'll see that with these meditations because they feel your energy shift mm-hmm. and change when you kind of get more in balance and, and you calm your mind, you calm your energy, breathe, just mm-hmm. gather your your thoughts and, and just be much more present. They really resonate with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, you know, that particular book is um, for, I suppose, just your average person looking to find out some more. It's not, you know, it's not uh, instructor yeah. level or anything like that. It's just, you know, um, you know, it's average. For, it's for everybody. I mean, pretty yeah. much all mm-hmm. my books. Mm-hmm. I have another one for horse people called Heart yeah. Heart with Horses. Yeah. Um, I just wrote and my latest book is uh, the Let Animals Lead uh, Method Meditation Journal. And it's a mm-hmm. fill in like colorful and you fill it in at, after you meditate. It gives you meditation exercises yeah. and you write down how your energy changes. Yeah. Okay. Like if I'm stressed, write about, okay, this is, I'm really stressed about this. Now do this meditation. Okay. How does your energy change? Okay. How did your animal respond to that change? Yeah. Well, they were running away from me. Now they came and sat with me again, you know? So, so there's a lot, I have a, all my books really are for anyone who loves their animals and wants to deepen the bond mm-hmm. on a spiritual level. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, we don't always think to do that with our animals yeah that's exactly right um so i suppose um you know uh, and then if they're looking to uh to reach out to you obviously you've got your online online courses and and things like yeah, that as well so i have mm-hmm. a lot of online classes um and my website is animalreikisource.com my teaching academy is animal reiki source academy yeah. and if you go on my website um we have i have all my like on-demand classes i have live um i have actually a lot of students that take my um, level one certification courses online Mm -hmm. um and then um 
if you're interested in my nonprofit and the work we do with shelter animals, mm -hmm. um, that is shelteranimalreikiassociation.org. So I have another mm -hmm. website that's yep. more focused on just the shelter work. So Sarah really is all my students trained in this method and as a group of volunteers we go out and do this these treatments and training in these different facilities and so it's kind of like an outgrowth yeah. of the work I do with my Animal Reiki Source Academy. Yeah, no, fantastic. Um, so I suppose, you know, look, we'll, we'll, we'll sort of wrap it up in the, you know, in the next couple of minutes, if that's okay. But um, once again, I, I really appreciate uh, you coming on and sharing uh, your journey a little bit about um, uh, animal Reiki source, etc. Um, but if you could give, you know, I suppose my listeners a couple of tips today, um, you know, three, three tips, you know, I suppose, um, what, what do you think that would be today? So the first tip I would say is the way that we see our animals, to see your animals as their essence, see them as that beautiful bright light, see them the way they see you, right? They don't mm -hmm. judge us. Mm -hmm. they, they see like our best, like, oh, you're perfect, right? You know, the way our dogs look at us, we want to see them and often we focus on what's wrong with them. We focus on their ailments, we focus. So my number one thing is to shift the way you see your dog and really focus on that beautiful light, that light of their essence of their being that never diminishes, is never dims, no matter what happens to them, no matter if they're old and they have arthritis or they've got chronic stuff going on or they have a surgery, that light is always perfect. Mm -hmm. So that's like my number one, number yeah. one to everybody, whether you do Reiki mm -hmm. or not, like that's just a big lesson, you know, mm -hmm. that I've learned. The second thing is see, see your, your dogs as teachers of presence so like i talked about earlier when you're taking them for a walk or or if they bring a toy over to you right you're like on your computer you're like working and they bring a toy over and you're like oh, i'm too busy stop and go but am i really am i too busy can i take five minutes right now and just be here now with my dog mm -hmm. you know and we can most of the time we really can do that so how see them as like gosh, they live in the present moment. They're, they're so, you know, here. And we need to learn how to do that more. That is like one of our worst qualities as humans is our lack of being present and our distraction our, from multitasking and being too busy. We have to, it's not healthy mm -hmm. for us. And our dogs can show us how to, do, to be here now to be present. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the third thing I would say is, um, you know, if you want to, you know, learn Reiki with your dog or, you know, learn this animal Reiki meditating with your mm -hmm. dog, mm -hmm. let them lead you, let them guide you. Don't mm -hmm. feel like, oh, I have to be the expert. I'm, I'm like learning this thing. And now I know just let them really show you and guide you. Yes, this is good. No, not so much. You know, they're very like expressive they'll walk away from us mm -hmm. or they'll come sit with us mm -hmm. so just really tune in to what they're telling you by the way that they you know are gravitating to you or if you kind of push them away and really think about what is going on for you and your energy that might repel them <laughs> or attract them yeah. and i think that that letting them lead that process 
will be a very interesting journey for you. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. So uh, thank you very much, uh, Kathleen, for joining us. And I'll put some links in the show notes um, to the to your website and those, uh, um, you. you know, those links. So I look, I really appreciate it. It's been a fantastic chat. Um, and I, yeah, thank you very much for, for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. welcome. So if you liked what you heard today, guys, um, please feel free to reach out to Kathleen. Um, I'll I'll link to the show notes below, um, but feel free to like, share and subscribe to the channel. Um, Looking forward to seeing you next time. Are you looking for the perfect gift for you or a friend that loves dogs and fitness? Dogs and Deadlifts has you covered with merchandise and giftware, including t-shirts, hoodies, cushion covers, mugs, plus much more. Head over to teespring.com forward slash dogs and deadlifts. That's T-E-E-Spring.com forward slash dogs and deadlifts. Or check out the link in the podcast notes.